from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. Welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. I'm Father Dan Donovan. The televising of this Mass is made possible by the contribution from an anonymous donor from California. This Mass is offered for the conversion of sinners and for the Church. Our thanks to our donor in California for the gift of the televising of this Mass to the faithful in Canada and around the world. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Today we commemorate St. Dominic, a 13th century priest, founder of the Order of Preachers, more popularly known as the Dominicans. Let us now acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. May St. Dominic come to the help of your Church by his merits and teaching, O Lord. And may he who was an outstanding preacher of your truth be a devoted intercessor on our behalf. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. On the fifth day of the month, it was the fifth year of the exile of King Jehoiakim. The word of the Lord came to the priest Ezekiel, son of Buzi, in the land of the Chaldeans by the river Kibar. And the hand of the Lord was on him there. As I looked, a stormy wind came out of the north, a great cloud with brightness around it and fire flashing forth continually. And in the middle of the fire, something like gleaming amber. In the middle of it was something like four living creatures, this was their appearance. They were of human form. When they moved, I heard the sound of their wings, like the sound of mighty waters, like the thunder of the Almighty, a sound of tumult like the sound of an army. When they stopped, they let down their wings, and there came a voice from above the dome over their heads. When they stopped, they let down their wings, and above the dome over their heads, there was something like a throne, in appearance like sapphire, and seated above the likeness of a throne was something that seemed like a human form. Upward from what appeared like the loins, I saw something like gleaming amber, something that looked like fire enclosed all around. And downward from what looked like the loins, I saw something that looked like fire, and there was splendor all around. Like the bow in a cloud on a rainy day, such was the appearance of the splendor all around. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. 
When I saw it, I fell on my face. The word of the Lord. Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. As the disciples were gathering in Galilee, Jesus said to them, The Son of Man is going to be betrayed into human hands, and they will kill him, and on the third day he will be raised. And they were greatly distressed. When they reached Capernaum, the collectors of the temple tax came to Peter and said, Does your teacher not pay the temple tax? Peter said, yes, he does. And when he came home, Jesus spoke of it first, asking, what do you think, Simon? From whom do kings of the earth take toll or tribute? From their children or from others? When Peter said, from others, Jesus said to him, then the children are free. However, so that we do not give offense to them, go to the sea and cast a hook. Take the first fish that comes up and when you open its mouth, you will find a coin. Take that and give it to them for you and me. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Beginning today and continuing for the next two weeks, the first reading at Daily Mass is from the prophet Ezekiel. Both a priest and a prophet, he was in the first wave of exiles to Babylon. Today's reading is part of a much longer passage which describes the rich and complex vision that accompanied God's call to Ezekiel to be a prophet. In the first half of the book, Ezekiel warns, threatens, and condemns many of those who are still in Jerusalem and Judah 
for their failure to undergo a serious moral and religious conversion. When they attempt to rebel against the Babylonians and are forced into exile, God's word will strike a very different note. Emphasizing consolation and hope, it will speak of a return from exile and of a rebuilding of Jerusalem and its temple. Like a shepherd, God will lead his flock back across the wilderness to their homeland. Ezekiel's vision takes the form of a great storm cloud coming out of the north. At its heart is a complex vision involving what he describes as something like four creatures. And there was something like a dome above their heads, and above the dome something like a throne, and above the throne something seated like a human form. The repetition of the phrase, something like, suggests that Ezekiel wants to underline that God is beyond our capacity to imagine or to understand. No matter what we say, it is always inadequate to the reality of God and of his relationship to us. Images, metaphors, symbols are the kind of things to which religious language constantly appeals. We can see this principle at work in both the Old and the New Testaments. One need only think of the use Jesus makes of parables and, especially in the Gospel of John, of symbols and metaphors. It is in John's Gospel that he identifies himself as the bread of life, the source of living water, the light of the world, the good shepherd who lays down his life for his sheep, the way, the truth, and the life. Elements of Ezekiel's vision point forward to the New Testament book of Revelation with its symbolic account of the end times and the final triumph of God over the darkness and death of good over evil. Revelation ends with a vision of a new and spiritual Jerusalem descending from heaven like a bride dressed for her husband. The closing verses of today's reading emphasize the majesty and grandeur, the glory and the beauty of God. I saw something, Ezekiel says, that looked like fire, and there was splendor like that of a rainbow all around, summing up all that he has seen. Ezekiel describes it as the appearance of the glory of the Lord. The theme of the glory of God comes back a number of times in the Bible. In the story of Exodus, the glory of the Lord is said to settle on Mount Sinai, taking the form of devouring fire on the top of the mountain. The glory manifested at Sinai is reflected in the cloud and the fire that guide the journey, people on their journey to the promised land. Psalm 19 begins, the heavens are telling the, story, the glory of God, and the firmament proclaims his handiwork. When the Bible speaks of the glory of God, it is referring primarily to an external manifestation of the inner beauty, majesty, and power of God. Such manifestations are often associated with events in nature, like the beauty of the night sky. Our relations like that has taken on a new meaning with modern astronomy and the remarkable instruments that it has developed to explore the universe. The images which have recently become available through the James Webb Space Telescope are of breathtaking beauty. 
They give us a new appreciation for the extent, the power, and the beauty of creation. For a person of faith, the heavens are speaking with a new clarity and depth of the glory of God. The theme of beauty comes back repeatedly in the course of Christian history. The presence of beauty in our world and in our lives points to the still greater beauty of the Creator. St. Augustine describes God as supreme beauty, as the most beautiful of all beings. Recalling the long and winding journey that led him to his conversion, Augustine cries out to God, Late have I loved you, beauty, ever old and ever new. Late have I loved you. The beauty of the earth and of the sky, of a child and its mother, of human faces of all ages and colors, of a holy life, such things can draw us upwards to God, the source of all beauty. The arts in all their forms are privileged places for encountering beauty. Over the years, I found myself on a number of occasions gazing at a painting or a piece of sculpture which I had often looked at but had never seen as I saw it at that moment. What moved and held me was a recognition of its profound beauty. Thomas Aquinas once defined beauty as that which, when we see it, gives us pleasure. Id quad visum placet. Our challenge is to deepen and refine our capacity to see. Beauty invites us to stop and look and to allow ourselves to be touched by it. A great deal of our looking today has to do with whether or not we want to buy something. Even art, for some people, can be reduced simply to something to be bought and possessed rather than to be enjoyed for itself. Beauty draws us out of ourselves and into a contemplative attitude, the kind of attitude essential if we hope to deepen our sense of the presence of God in our lives and in the life of the world. The experience of beauty can open us to the mystery of God's glory. One writer evoked the impression made on him by the extraordinary images of the universe made available by the new space telescope by citing Psalm 8. O Lord our God, the psalmist declares, how majestic is your name in all the earth, you have set your glory above the heavens. When I look at them, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars that you have established, what are human beings that you are mindful of them, mortals that you care for them? Let us now in faith and trust present before God our needs. For all those in the Daily TV Mass community who have asked to be included in our prayer intentions book, especially for families seeking peace of heart in times of blessing and of difficulty, protection for children, and respect for the elderly and the vulnerable, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Gracious God, we ask you to hear and grant these prayers 
as well as the more personal ones that each one of us has in his or her own heart. All this we pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you. Fruit of the earth and work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. Blessed God forever. By the mingling of this water, am I become partakers of his divinity, became partaker of our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Gracious God, yes. Wash me from my sins. Cleanse me from my iniquity. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be made acceptable to God, the Father Almighty. May the Lord accept the sacrifice of your hands, the praise and glory of God's name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Attend mercifully to the prayers we offer you, O Lord, by the intercession of St. Dominic, and through the great power of this sacrifice, strengthened by the protection of your grace, those who champion the faith, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For on the festival of St. Dominic, you bid your church rejoice. So too you strengthen her by the example of his holy life, teach her by his words of preaching, and keep her safe in answer to his prayers. And so with the company of angels and saints, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, 
You give life to all things and make them holy. And you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread and giving thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When he eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven. And as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray upon the oblation of your church and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will do reconcile us to yourself. Grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit, in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, with Saint Dominic and all the saints, unto whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May the sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant Francis, our Pope, and Thomas, our Bishop, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you in your compassion, O merciful Father. Gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters and to all who are pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory. Through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on us all that is good. 
through him and with him and in him. O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Savior's command, formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope of the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not upon our sins, but upon the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. May the peace of the Lord be with you always. And, and with your spirit. Let us offer one another the sign of peace. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you. Permit not 
that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. May your church, O Lord, receive with wholehearted reverence the power of this heavenly sacrament by which we have been nourished on the commemoration of St. Dominic. And may your church, having flourished by means of his preaching, be helped throughout, through his intercession, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. Our thanks to our donor for the gift of this Mass. We gather each day in the fall.